This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life. And that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. A licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043. And welcome to the Pat and Stu show. That's us. Mm -hmm. That's our show. That's what we call it. Mm -hmm. And here's why. Because my name is Pat and his name is Stu. Although it's not really. Right. Yeah. My name is Pat. His name is Steve. Yeah. That's why it's the Pat and and Stu show. Along (laughs) with Jeffy, which is not his name either. Uh, his name is actually Jeff, probably, or Jeffrey or something. I don't know. I don't it's really Jeffrey, care. but he, he actually does go by Jeffy. For mm. grown man going by Jeffy, who knows why? I mean, <laughs> I always think of it. Now, to tell me if this is true, Jeffy, uh, oh is boy. it like. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no, it's, this is a good. This, I think this is a positive. Um, do you? I do. Uh, why are, why are you, you seem to doubt me already. No, like, you know how, like, um, uh, like a. a <laughs> I don't know how to describe this without just saying it, so I'm just going to say it. You know, like a big fat rapper would mm-hmm. go by like, you know, little little B. You know, like it's like the reverse of what you are. And like you're so mm-hmm. big. And then to go by a kid's name, there's some charm to that. Is that kind of what you're going for? Yes, dude, you're right. <laughs> I mean, what else could it be? There's no one in society named Jeffy except you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you. People go with Jeffrey. People go by Jeff. Mm-hmm. No one goes by those. No one. You're the only person I've ever met in my entire life that goes by Jeffy. Yeah. And is it because you want to like, hey, look, I've got this little kid's name, and then I'm fat and big. I was going to say it exactly that way. But. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, I was. I was. So there we go. All so right. is that the theory? Just quickly, is that the theory? Can yes, dude, you're right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. That didn't sound very sincere. <laughs> 
Apparently a good majority of Americans oppose sanctuary cities, uh, as they should, and uh, they support Trump's immigration efforts, as, as they should. If there's one thing Trump uh, is supposedly good at, it's, it's this immigration thing, although yesterday I, I saw a clip of him saying, answering a question from somebody, what are you going to do about the Dreamers? What are you going to do about oh, We're going to take very good care of the Dreamers. Yeah. We're going to take very, very good care. Incredible, phenomenal care of the dreamers. The dreamers will be taken well care of. Mm. What? Really weird. Uh, it's what? To the point of that he his uh, current mm. stance on DACA is keep it. Yeah. Keep it. Now, this is the most offensive part of what Obama did his entire run was to just say, you know what? We're not going to we're not going to you know, implement the law that already exists. Uh, based on because we think, you know, it's mean to do to t- throw people out of the country who came here as kids and have been here for a long time. Now, I, you could argue that the DREAM Act, uh, which dealt with the same thing, is considerably less offensive than DACA because DACA, he just did it on his own. It wasn't even a law. Mm-hmm. They didn't even pass it. At least if he went through legislation, at least it would be the right way to do it. He's doing the same thing without, um, without actually passing a law. And the president of the United States, who could just reverse it with a stroke of a pen, isn't doing it. Why? Get it done. It's been around for a few months. Get it done. That's an easy one. And that is a day one type of thing for a president who runs on a wall. Mm -hmm. And a guy who runs his entire campaign on a wall can't reverse an Obama executive order about illegal immigrants. And and even if you reversed it, you would just kind of go back to what it had been, which is still way too lenient on illegal immigrants, which was the entire basis of the Trump campaign, that the old rules were too uh, lenient. And I, I, he keeps saying he wants to do it in some part of com- comprehensive plan, which, uh, wow, you want to do it as some part of, I mean, comprehensive immigration reform? Is that the, Don- that's the Donald Trump promise we're looking for? Uh, that's a bad one if it uh, is. That's really interesting. I mean, I, I don't know if people are aware. The compre- every time comprehensive comes up, it's like, uh, that means amnesty. That's what that means. It means you're going to give them amnesty. So In some form. <sighs> right? I mean, it's a, it's a big, fat... I, again, like, I don't know why you don't just enforce the laws. This is something that conservatives have asked for for way... Be- I mean, you know, Trump kept saying, oh, I'm the only guy who's talking about legal immigration. Uh, oh, no, we've been talking up. about this for long before you were even long a, a Republican, uh, let alone started talking about the border. We were mm-hmm. doing... When you were in 2014 talking about how we have to be nicer to Hispanics or we're going to lose too many elections, yeah. that whole thing, uh, you know, we, we were all talking about it the whole time. And, 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 and just enforcing the current law that we have is an easy way to do that without having to go crazy with new legislation or new government power. Um, you know, if you want to pass a law that makes it, because uh, comprehensive immigration reform many times means, as you point out, amnesty. What, I th- what the good part of that could be is to, to streamline a system for people who are coming here who do check out and are screened to be able to come into our uh, society legally um, and allow them to actually, uh, people who want to come here and be part of the American experiment for them to take advantage of that. I mean, I think everybody wants that, with, with a few exceptions. Uh, you can make that system better without, hey, the 12 million people who just ignored that, ah, you're fine. Like, that is not a legitimate way mm-hmm. to deal with that problem. And that's been the problem. It's really a law and order issue. It has been for a long time with conservatives. It has nothing to do with whether we want people who don't look like us here. 
we do want people who don't look like us here. We want everybody to come. I mean, like, I, you know, ideally. Well, I, I don't want people who look like Jeffy here. Oh, no, 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 I, no. I, we don't That's want why that. That's I said us. I don't want Jeffy here. Frankly. I don't even want Jeff. Yeah, Jeffy's a citizen, and I don't want yeah. him here. I yeah. want him deported immediately. Yes. But, I mean, if we could all I was come. born here <laughs> in the United States of America. I know, and look, everyone makes mistakes. I've got. Um, so, uh, again, I, you, you're also the exception for, my, for pro-life for me, so. <laughs> gotta go. Like, if it's Jeffy, yes, okay, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead and abort him in his 984th <laughs> trimester. <laughs> but, I mean, the ideal thing, like, if, wouldn't it be great if we lived in a world where everyone adopted something very similar to the U.S. Constitution, and everyone had freedom of speech, and everyone had freedom of religion, and everyone had... Wouldn't it be nice? Uh, wouldn't it be nice? I had a small government, uh, but with a rule of law uh, society, where people would be able to do what they did, uh, what they wanted to do, and, and it was fa- based in the foundations of our country. I would love China, Russia, everybody to adopt something similar. So the idea that you know, we don't want people to come here, or we don't want people to benefit from that structure is completely ridiculous. We'd obviously love it if people had freedom all across the world. But that doesn't mean you don't have any restrictions of people coming in. You have to be able to look at who it is and why they're coming here. Um, and you know that's part of you know, of, of, of a functioning nation. I mean, that's part of it. Uh, but you don't have to be ridiculous about it. What is not part of a functioning democracy, uh, as they would say, a functioning republic, is to allow the president of the United States, with no check on this power, to be able to say, I'm going to ignore laws that are already passed by Congress. I'm going to say, screw this, I don't like the immigration policy, therefore uh, we will not enforce it. I think that's a bad idea, and uh, I thought Trump thought it was a bad idea. Certainly he said it in the campaign a million times, mm-hmm. and yet here he is in office with the, one of the easiest things he could do, with very little opposition, is reverse this, and he, he hasn't done it yet. I mean, I, I guess you could argue maybe he's keeping it as a negotiating uh, chip, but it's a very strange one to keep. Yeah, since this is supposedly his hallmark issue, so I I don't know. It's confusing to me, but uh, meantime, activists unfurled a refugees welcome banner uh, on the Statue of Liberty. um, And the banner was quickly removed by park rangers after determining that doing so would not damage the monument in any way. Police are now looking for four activists who hung it. And uh, at this time, they they haven't caught these people. Uh, all they have is a clue that one of the man's name is David. So, I mean, if you know David in New York City, <laughs> uh, call authorities right now. Could I be in Jersey. Them. I know David in New York City. You know it. Oh you, need call call you need to call New York right Police away. Department. Yeah, I don't think. What it's if the it's same David person. from New Jersey? Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. I mean, any Davids know. in New Jersey or in New York mm. City or any, anywhere in New York, Connecticut, Connecticut. even Connecticut. In, the anywhere area. in the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and call authorities if you know David. <laughs> it kind of proves that they don't know exactly what they're talking about. It sort of, yeah. sort of proves that they have no idea who they're looking for. But uh, there's Look, the was, refugees. No, but I mean, I'm sign. talking about the refugees welcome sign on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I mean, it's, isn't that what the Statue of Liberty is? Yes, uh, kind of. Yeah, right, but they're saying that yes. Trump isn't doing that, right? I mean, that's their Probably. stance. Yeah. I mean, it, what do you think the possibility is that they just saw it was four white people and assumed one of them was named David? Is that possible? Those were yes. They're just like, you know what? I don't know. One of them looks like a David. I don't know. Just, uh, give us a call. <laughs> Can I tell you this something, though? I've been suspicious of, of Davids for a long time. Really? A long oh. time. 
anybody named David, man, I don't let him into my inner circle. Really? Yeah. That's a weird they're stance. Usually, bad dudes. <laughs> right? Really? Davids are. Yeah. Wow. As a rule, know. I, did not know I don't want to generalize. <laughs> I'm just saying that Davids are going to burn in the fires of hell. Well, yeah. That's right. all I'm You're saying. Not generalizing. You're just but saying no. specifically Davids. Specifically Davids. <laughs> There's not one a generalization that at all. This building it's very once specific. In a while that I don't even know how people let him into the building. <laughs> Really? Yes, into, into David this Barton, very building. Who's on the freaking terrorist list from the Southern <laughs> Poverty you. Law Center, yes. proving my point. Thank you very much. I, well, I would not be surprised at all if he was responsible for this. You should would see some of, this, some of these guys, some of his videos are unbelievable. This David Barton cat. <laughs> <laughs> continually talking about founding fathers well, and we, liberty and whatnot. We know, um, we know Barton so uh, supports terrorism. Um, have you ever heard of the Tea Party? Where they uh, right? destroyed uh, actual merchandise from that wonderful yeah. India tea company. Have you ever heard of his website, Wall Builders? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Proving wow, my point. Wow. Proving, again, <laughs> my point. Okay. Or something. Or something. We should put it, it, it could do something else as well. We should, we should include that in the conversation. It might not prove the point. It could be something else. Uh, just in case you didn't know, we're kidding about calling authorities if you know a guy named David. Yeah, that's okay. probably, yeah. Yeah. Would not be just surprised. Sure. Like, oh, yeah, my, yeah, my, my uncle. I heard on the radio and television you're supposed to call if you knew David. <laughs> I do. Can't put anything past people. Um, you know, we could obviously do, we could change the way we have, you know, our structure right now is this American system, this boring constitution, David Barton and his mm -hmm. terrorist founders. We could do something else. We could go to socialism. Socialism works, okay? And how does it work? I mean, look at us. Bunch of fat guys, okay? Mm -hmm. Bunch of fat guys on the television. That's not right. Uh, you don't want to have a bunch of fat guys on TV. You want to walk where you don't get that? Venezuela. You know why? Whole no, country's lost an average of 19 pounds 19. per person. And it's not, 19 I mean... 19 pounds per person. Uh, because lost. socialism is failing so, so much, they're talking about uh, a Maduro diet. <laughs> what would you do to survive? Uh, citizens of socialist Venezuela are now asking themselves that question. Oh, they got plenty to eat. They, mm. they got all kinds of flamingos they're eating now. Exactly. Thousands of locals uh, can't even think straight as they go to their second year of the Maduro diet as they're forced <laughs> to find anything they can to eat. People are even Look at how yummy they look. Look at that. Tell me you don't want some of that. Well, they've been, uh, they've been, uh, yummy. Yeah. They have been, uh, keeping an eye on all, the, you know, the zoos for even longer than, you know, maybe the past couple of years, even. Including, I mean, been yeah. Close to, uh, big animals being eaten. Really? Oh, yeah. The horses, especially. Long when long. are you taking your trip down there? <laughs> Why would I want to eat out of the zoo? I, I feel like you want to go into a zoo and start biting things. That's just, is what I believe about you. Okay. I you know, because he's it, saying that, Jeffy, because you're, you're... Well, yeah, it's more... You know, it's intricate. It, it, it uh, is. It's an intricate point. It uh, is. But, but I think the generally, generally the point right, would maybe be... Maybe you could summarize that. You know, that you're mm. overweight. overweight. Um, so, so that was... No, I understood that was... Oh, you did? did. You, you got that? Because it didn't understand. seem so like why you would I want to go to Venezuela when there's plenty of zoos? Well, here. I just feel like you... <laughs> okay, that's, I guess... I guess you could eat something like I just feel like we protect them more. In, in Venezuela, you can actually go and eat things at the zoo, uh, which is is that where they're getting the flamingos out of out of zoos? So it's protected wildlife. I don't know that it's necessarily from a wow. zoo. That was sort of a, a detail that Jeffy seemed to add there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I I guess you I guess it's true, right? I guess yeah. they are protecting the zoos in South America as well. The United States is illegal to hunt and kill the rare pink birds, the flamingo. 
because they are con uh, considered a protected animal by the government, according to the Miami Why? Because they look, you know, decent. What are they? Are they a better looking animal than a cow? <laughs> Apparently, is uh, that what the deal is? I would say that's about eighty percent of it. Yes. Probably, yeah. yeah. Probably. It's so, why we don't eat puppies because they look better than cows. I, I'm telling you, to eat or not eat based on looks. That's discriminatory policy. Yes. Right there. Agreed. Right uh, there. <laughs> I will say, uh, some, someone uh, tweeted me after I tweeted this story out and said that, it's, is it possible that they taste like cotton candy? And if so, uh, maybe they would be delicious. They kind of look like that's what they would taste like. <laughs> yeah, a little they bit. look like a dessert. Uh, they're nasty birds, uh, so man. Yeah, they're pretty mean. Are they mean? Yeah. Um, I would think you would cut off that long neck, right? Yeah. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't want any part of that. But no. then this looks like a lot of breast meat and whatnot right there. So, I don't Jeffy. know. I don't know. I feel like it's a breast issue. You'd probably want to comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Okay. You no. know, maybe you don't want to comment. Uh, I mean, yeah, are you sure? No, I'm, maybe we don't want you to comment. But you were the one saying. that opened up no, the door. No, Stu did, but he, it was an accident. 82% of the, uh, the, now this is, again, socialism at work. 82% uh, of the country lives below the poverty line. Mm. Wow. And 19 pounds on average, as Pat pointed out. Uh, people are uh, going to extreme measures to purchase food, doing some in the middle of the night in legal markets at ridiculously high prices, uh, many of which are run by the military. When your military is running illegal black markets for food, you have a problem. Yeah, you do. Um, food it, is a better business than drugs, they're saying now. In I believe it. it wasn't that long ago, actually, they, were, uh, they had banned standing in line overnight uh, for the stores to open. Oh, yeah, I remember because that. people were getting all wound up uh, mm -hmm. standing in line. So they were saying, uh, no more standing in line overnight. And not to mention, they fully took over the media so that these reports couldn't come out. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> right. really... I mean, that is I, a, I think, if anything, it's gotten worse since uh, Chavez died. Don't oh, you think? Oh, yes. I mean, Hugo Chavez at least had some kind of handle on what I was think, going on. Uh, it, it was bad, but I think it's gotten even worse since he left. To, to be fair died. to this new guy, uh, yeah. I honestly think he that inherited this, is, this a mess. was happening anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It, it was it's, yeah, it, and he has not turned it around, but that's, that's because he's maintained many of the same policies. Right. Yeah. Like, he hasn't really tried. He hasn't like moved to capitalism and things are failing. Why would you? I don't know. Name I mean, one example of where capitalism has worked. You can't. Andorra. <laughs> It's really good. Pretty I, good in Andorra. You might, you might have gotten me on that one because I, <laughs> okay. I don't really know Andorra's economy that well. <laughs> okay, pretty good. Pretty I'm good. Gonna, I'm going to admit, I'm not as know. up on Andorran policy as I probably should be. Uh, Liechtenstein? Liechtenstein's a, it's a pretty good. prosperous nation. Very prosperous, yeah. actually, with the highest uh, per capita income in, in the world, mm -hmm. right? Uh, is it still? I think it is. There's like nine people there, but, and they're all millionaires. They are a lot of millionaires mm -hmm. there. Um, mm -hmm. Monaco? Okay. I'm going to go there. All right. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, Hong Kong. That's not a country. It's no, a city. I know. But Gateway okay. to China, though. Gateway to China. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more Pat and Stu coming up. All right. Uh, the uh, let's talk about your phone for a second. Let's talk about capitalism. Let's talk about phone. We'll talk about capitalism. What about your phone? Which is of course capitalized uh, capitalist enterprise. Your the company that is running your phone system uh, makes a lot of money. And what do they do with that money? Well, what if they use it to fight capitalism? What if uh, you have a belief that say be ironic. Know, the free, the that free would market be ironic. works well. Let me give it this to a free market company that will use the money to actually spend to defeat free market principles. Does that sound like a rational arrangement? No, it's, it's madness. No. Luckily, uh, there's Patriot Mobile where that doesn't happen. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and text. They have the high-speed 4G LTE data, 
competitive prices, I mean, lower than what you're paying now, and then they donate 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice, like the NRA or, or maybe FreedomWorks. Yeah, great. Uh, Patriot Mobile will even buy out your current contract with credits up to $500, which is nice. the highest number I've seen, I think, from any yeah, phone company too. making this type of offer. And uh, you can keep your phone number as well. You'll get great nationwide coverage, all while supporting conservative values. So it's time to make that call. Uh, that's all that's left, really. Pick up the phone and call Patriot Mobile, and they'll even waive your $35 activation fee with promo code Pat and Stu. Mm. Pat and Stu. <laughs> so go to patriotmobile.com slash Pat and Stu or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT, patriotmobile.com slash Pat and Stu or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Hi. Um, this is just coming across the AP News Alert. I love speak. things that just come across the AP News Alert. I don't know what this means, though. I will say I don't understand what this means. And Let this is the problem with having a Trump president, uh, okay. presidency. Yeah. Is that a lot of times you, you need to, you know, the previous statements don't mean anything as opposed to what's happening right now. And mm -hmm. so I, I don't know how to read this. It says, AP source, Trump administration set to lift federal transgender bathroom guidelines. Now, to me, that reads as if he's saying uh, the, the federal government won't, get in, it won't be involved in the bathroom business, right? Um, we, can, we can only hope. Right? That's what I would think. Yes. However, Trump was outspoken on the campaign trail saying conservatives' concerns over transgendered bathrooms were nonsense. Yeah. You're right. He was on the other side of that issue saying, you know, this got nothing to do with anything. Now, maybe if it just means he's just getting rid of the Obama era and he's going to go back to the way it was. And hopefully that's what that means. I, because we had a story a while ago. I don't, I'm not sure if it was the day you might, not have, you might not have been here. Maybe you're at the Super Bowl. But, Jeffy, didn't we have a story where they were saying that uh, Trump was looking at dropping the guidelines for the schools, that he wasn't going to do the, the, the school thing and, and withhold federal funds from schools if they didn't comply with the LGBT that he wasn't going to do that? Yeah, he wasn't going to do the transgender thing in bathrooms. It, so, does, it does sound familiar. So that would lead me to believe that this is a positive thing. It seems like it, but I just, yeah. don't, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't again, either. the government should... I, I would like the government not to be involved in that at the federal level. Yeah, me too. Um, even though yeah. I obviously uh, am a supporter... Uh, you should probably, if there's going to be a legal standard set, it should be uh, the gender of your of your junk, is the yes. way I like to put that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a nice way to put it. Um, it's probably the way that you should do it. If you're going to have a legal standard, which I think you do have to have specifically, as we discussed many times, for someone who is essentially faking it, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. we've, we've talked about this before. I've been at sporting events many times where women will come in the men's bathroom because the line's too long in the women's room. What is that? What's the situation there? What should happen there? What does happen there is guys kind of roll their eyes and go, oh, geez, here she comes. Someone makes a joke. The girl who's probably drunk starts laughing. She goes into the stall in private. 
goes to the bathroom, so it's not anything any different than you would, you know, the, the, the one centimeter gap of where you could theoretically see in there, no one really tries to take advantage of. The person just goes to the right. bathroom and leaves, and there's not that big of a deal. That's 99% of Correct. transgendered people going into the, the bathroom that you would, was not their birth sex. Most of the, those things go, it goes just like that. People are like, well, will they roll their eyes? It's, it's more common where, where it's um, uh, where a, a guy, a former guy going into a women's bathroom is going to be more of an issue. Uh, but most guys, though, if a woman were to do that, you'd just be like, let's go. Whatever. What is, what's, what is, if they whatever. even notice, you know, it's like whatever. Uh, the issue is when there is a situation where a guy who's might be faking it goes into leer at women and then says, goes into court and say, look, I, you know, I identify as a woman. I know it's, uh, it might not be okay for you, but hey, that's my thing. When that happens... Well, then they have a legal defense to get out of the problem. That's the problem with it. That's the issue. That's why it's an issue. It's not the biggest issue in the world. It's not an issue that's going to redefine our society. But the idea that you would argue that the other standard, the one in which the person can have an out in this circumstance, as opposed to feeling uncomfortable when they can still go into a stall. Yeah. They still will have a level of privacy, even if they really do feel uncomfortable. It's just mind-boggling. We just need to tell people... Shut up uh, yes. on this stuff. I, I, I don't care how you feel. I, I don't care how you feel at any given point during the course of the day. You're either a man or you're a woman. Now, if you're going through uh, some sort of crisis in your life, I feel for you, but go to the bathroom where you're supposed to. I mean, why should everybody else be made to feel uncomfortable right. just because you feel uncomfortable going to the bathroom of your gender? Sorry, but you have to anyway. Okay, That's the way it's always been. And it should continue to be. So if you feel like a woman, either go get the surgery and become a woman. And then, you know, you go to the women's room. Until that time, you go to the men's room. And and there might be people who disagree with that standard as well. But I I would say that I feel like if you commit that far. If you're going to commit to that, (laughs) where you have it removed, uh, hats off to you. You're a girl. And I'll I'll just go ahead and give you that. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever. And if you don't have it removed... So you have to go into the men's bathroom and go into a stall. Which is private. I'm sorry, how embarrassing is that? Oh, I know. Zero. And and if you're uncomfortable with that, well, why does every conservative human being have to be made uncomfortable by you coming in and that's okay? That's perfectly fine. You don't give a rat's ass how any of the boys feel when the girl comes in. Or, or the, the girls out, feel yeah. when the boy comes right. in. Right, most importantly. They're yeah. not supposed to be concerned about that at all, and it doesn't matter. One iota. Because of you. The only person's feelings that yes. matter in this whole discussion are the transgender feelings. Why? Why? Why doesn't the majority feeling win out here? That's what I'd like to know. And the, it doesn't... I, why? And look, you know... I can say I think you could say that like there are issues like that where it's not it's not just going to be just solely decided on. Uh, but on. this isn't one of them. Right. It, this I, is, it's this not. is such an easy issue. Just be- go to the bathroom where you've got where you're supposed to. It really should be, especially because I mean, like, let's just say you were a, a guy who feels like a, a girl and you're like, I just can't bring myself to go in and stand next to another man and pee. I don't know. I, is that an issue? Maybe it is. I'm not in that world. However. <laughs> Every bathroom in the United States has a stall in it. Every one of them. So you... Almost. I've been in a few without, but it's rare. It's well, really it's, rare. It's not one that has more than one person. Right. Because if you have more than... You, I mean, you true. have to. Right. 
Yes. I mean, but no. I mean, if it ha- if it's always, a two-person thing, there's usually a stall. Right. If it if because you're not gonna. What my point there is, there's not just gonna be a urinal right. because there's right, other right. functions that happen. Believe me, Jeffy's uh, <laughs> whew, big problem here at the building. Uh, the, <laughs> the point is though that there's you know always that- going to be a stall. So a stall is essentially a 98% private bathroom. Right. Right? right. Like, yes, we understand that there's little gaps. No one understands why they exist. Uh, why you have people can see your feet. I, don't I wish understand they didn't. Why they frankly, like I, I wish they didn't. It doesn't make exist. any sense. We we lived in it. We did a business for a while in a, when we had studios in New York, and they actually had floor to ceiling, or at least floor to over your head. I love them. And there was no gaps. I don't understand why they're all, all like that. I or mean, when you go into a nice restaurant, a restaurant, and they have a nice bathroom, or a door. Yeah, they'll have a door. They've got the door. Yeah, and I that's awesome. But it's funny because that's awesome. Every liberal in America would argue for what used to be the Ally McBeal standard, yeah. which was, and I've been to fancy restaurants which are like this, where the it's a bunch of essentially stalls or more usually uh, doors with like just where the bathroom, where the toilet is. And then outside, everyone shares the sink area. And that was something that when that happened, people looked at it and thought it was ridiculous. Now it happens at, at, at high-end restaurants all the time. Mm-hmm. And conservatives... Uh, are at the time when that first started happening, we're like, wait a minute, I don't really want to share the sink area with a bunch of women. It's kind of weird, like I, especially because guys are kind of gross, right? Like, you know, like I, especially you're in a nice restaurant where you're probably all dressed up and stuff, and you go in like, I don't know, it doesn't seem. I'd rather have a little privacy, but whatever, you can deal with it. And the reason why we were supposed to be able to deal with it is because we can go into a private area where the bathroom is. That's what exists in all bathrooms. Yeah, all right. like what we're talking about is just the thing you said was okay at fancy restaurants, you which know, is you're sharing the sink area, but you have a private area to go to the bathroom. The other thing that is really pissing me off about this is we're told all the time because one of our main concern here is not even the transgender. Yeah, right. It's it's the heterosexual pervert who. Now has an excuse, a legal out to say, yeah, I I was standing in the bathroom leering at women, but I felt like a woman that day. Oh, okay, well, go home. I mean, that's what they've given. That's what they've. That's the out they've given to an actual pervert, to Mm -hmm. an actual potential child molester, um, and and that has nothing to do with transgender. And we're told all the time. Well, that's the rarest of possibilities. That never happens. When does that ever happen? It's never happened. Not once. And we say, well, yes, it has. Well, yeah, but that's so rare. <laughs> that almost never happens. And yet, all they yell and scream about when it comes to abortion is the women's life endangerment, which is more rare oh, yeah. than a pervert going into a girl's room. <laughs> that's a great point. Or abortions in a back alley. That's what you want. Or abortions in a back alley. How many abortions in back alleys are there? <laughs> Almost none. Stop talking to me about abortions in a back alley. So they're all about this being so rare and not even yeah. worth considering. But when it comes to abortion, that's all they talk about. That's very true. Very true. It's a great point. I mean, you oh, know, I hate it. it, it look, you ha- this is it is not a uh, society changing issue. No, it, but it is important it's another to have irritant. the correct legal standard. Yeah, and to say, you know, because like I, I think I look, I, I can't say that I know thousands of transgendered people, um, but how he, many do you know? Five hundred and forty-four. Uh, You're right. That's, right not thousands. That's not thousands. That's not thousands. Um, my point, though, is that I would assume <laughs> a transgendered person um, 
largely speaking, would be r- rational human being on most issues as most people are. Now, I, I've obviously, like I've heard Caitlyn Jenner, for example, come out and say, uh, well, this is, this is wrong. We should have the bat. Like, uh, she did the Trump thing, didn't she? Is she going to Trump's thing and right and, and say uh, that it was uh, not a big issue and I should be able to go pee and wherever it was good. I want? And that's that's another reason why I, I would think maybe this uh, new Trump uh, policy is not a good one because he was all about yeah they can come into my place and go wherever they want. That's right, right. Remember exactly. But the issue here is I think most people who might be in that situation or activists look at this as you're not taking my situation seriously. Mm-hmm. It's not about whether they want to go pee in the other room. It's about you're not respecting my situation, which I, I deem to be important because it's my life. And for many of these people, it's how they define their lives. Yep. They define their lives as a transgendered person, not as a person. Um, and so because this is the overwhelming focus of their lives, they see it as just you're slapping me in the face by not letting me go where I want to go. But when you back off of that for a second and think, well, wait a minute, other people have the issues in their lives that they're dealing with as well. What we're asking you to do is you be the bigger person and you be the person mm-hmm. who says, I'm going to go in and even though, because I don't want to make other people comfortable, I make decisions like this all the time. When I don't, I don't do everything I want to do all the time. Yeah. I say, you know what, I, and this is going to, this is not, this would make someone feel uncomfortable or this is, this would, you know, make other people uncomfortable in a conversation. You, it's common courtesy. And if you can take away an issue that really, you know, is affecting other people and instead do something else where you still get the privacy you desire at some level, you have to share a sink area with, uh, with guys if you think you're a woman. That is not a high hurdle to clear. And you know what? Make your arguments over time, and maybe at some point that will change. But to act as if it's the legal standard should be set against uh, the, the person who's in there going to the bathroom with the gender they were born on, it doesn't make any sense. You're talking about like, mm-hmm. we, would we make? Would, is it great to have a, an exception made for someone in, an, in, in a, uh, uh, a, a, a situation that is not common? You try to do that as much as you can, um, but to make that the 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 standard way of doing it is bizarre. And I will say this: the only way you solve this problem, the only way you can, we talk about the conservative solution is talking about the liberal solution to this. It's all nonsense because you should have a constitutional amendment: one bathroom per person. Private bathrooms are all bathrooms. That's my constitutional amendment. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Donald mm-hmm. Trump should try to pass this. Maybe mm-hmm. he's the kind of guy who can get it done. Mm-hmm. Guy's never gone to a public bathroom in his life. You know that's true. You know that's true. I fully support your constitutional amendment. You really do. I fully support. I like that. So I'm Jeff, all about do I have your support on this? 100%. See, I mean, look at this. We already yeah. have three, three, three votes. Three votes right there. Three states. Now, let me ask you this. What if all bathrooms were closed? All of them. Along with all grocery stores. That would be a problem. And let's say all banks were shut down as well. Oh, my gosh. That and couldn't was, happen. Not in America. And then happen. convenience stores closed, and you, the gas was gone. What is this, Venezuela you're talking about? No, it was to Houston, Texas. Uh, and probably other places uh, during national or, or Rita, right? local uh, emergencies. The Houston one was Hurricane, Hurricane Rita. Rita. Right. Yeah. And so uh, when people are trying to pile out of town, everything went haywire for about... I guess it probably lasted almost seven days. And, and it was surprising how long it lasted. And fortunately, we were prepared with some things from, you know, like my Patriot Supply. And uh, you can do the same thing in your life. You can be prepared for those emergencies that just pop up and then go away. Or maybe it's, you know, someday there'll be something that would be more long term. You can prepare for all of these situations, but you can start 
with four weeks supply for $99. Yeah, you know, and we talk about uh, trying to survive this thing where you can't leave. You're, this is a good example. I don't know if we've talked about this before when we're talking about My Patriot Supply, but you didn't leave. Right. Now, obviously, sometimes what's predicted is so bad you need to leave because of the actual storm. But a lot of times mm -hmm. people tell you to leave because they're worried, you know, the stores are going to be shut down and you're not going to be able to get the things you need. You don't have to do that. People died in the evacuation. That's how people died in Hurricane Rita. I they died 24 in the evacuation. Yeah, people. I mean, there was a yeah. huge. I remember there was a it's really a bad bus accident. Yeah. A lot of that stuff happens. We talk about Fukushima all the time. Jeffy's a big Fukushima guy. Um, I think it was a thousand people died in Fukushima on the evacuation. None from the actual nuclear disaster, but oh, during the evacuation. Yes, oh, no, it's not my opinion. It's a lot, uh, but it's a lot of people. Yeah. And again, like you know, there's certain circumstances where you need to evacuate to make that clear. But when, if, if you can hunker down and you're and you're in this place and you're somewhat safe, you have a storm shelter or whatever. Yep. You can stay there as long stay there as long as you're prepared. Um, and my Patriot Supply could do that. You're talking about a week. Well, a week uh -huh. for four people uh, is what they're offering here. They're, they talk about it as four a month weeks for, for one, one or a week for four. Yep, ninety nine bucks. Then you can knock that out easily. $99 is, is a low price to pay for a month worth of food for somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, you're guaranteed you're spending more than that uh, at the grocery store. That's for sure. If you want to go long term, you can talk to them about that too because they've got great deals on a year's supply. Uh, talk to them about it if you're really serious. 888-411-5290. 888-411-5290. Or at preparewiththeblaze.com. Well, a lot of people call our president uh, not good words man. He, he, he doesn't have a, the best words. Now, we all know he does have the best words. Well, he, he told us he's got the best words. But He, he not, went to an Ivy League school, mm -hmm. and he has the best words. But some people say he not good words. What? Who's, yeah. Who say that? Some people say. <laughs> some people say that. Uh, however, this was uh, disproved yesterday. Um, now, Alveda King, uh, who we love, been on the program many times, was with the president as he went to uh, the uh, slavery exhibit at this new Smithsonian uh, Museum. Well, can you believe, I mean, can you imagine the ration of crap she's getting for being oh with Trump? Oh, my gosh. Well, that was before Alveda this. Alveda King. Oof. This is before this. Okay. Uh, this is how, uh, this is how um, Alveda King react, uh, talked about her. Uh, her experience with Donald Trump and how he reacted to this slavery exhibit. Uh, the, his gaze fell on a stone auction block from Hagerstown, Maryland, on which slaves would stand before being sold. Mm. The Trump, uh, president said, boy, that is just not good. That is not good. That's profound. Later, Think they, about that for a minute. Now, just let that soak in. <laughs> Stu, I know you want to go to the other... Profundity, profundity <laughs> that he had to say. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's just let that soak in for a minute. Say those words again as he did. Boy. Boy. That is, that is just, just not good. Not good. That. That. Is not. Is not. Good. Good. Wow. A pretty, pretty, I mean, pretty powerful. Wow. Pretty powerful, if I may wow. say so myself. However, that was not the end of it. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe he had more to say. This guy just doesn't stop. I know. Well, it's, it, it's, it's the profundity. 
It's the profundity machine. Uh, Alveda King, part of a small delegation to tour. Now, is, is she really quoting him? She's saying She's quoting he said him. this? King, I'll remember the, in context. King, okay. part of a small delegation to tour the new Smithsonian with the president, overheard Trump say, quote, boy, that is just not good. That is not good. <laughs> Later, they came to a set of shackles that were used to restrain children. Mm-hmm. Quote, that is really bad. That is really bad. Oh, you did say it twice? He did say both, it twice. Uh, both. both. <laughs> that is really well, bad. That is really bad. I mean, at least he didn't wow. say it was really good. I mean, I'll give him that. Uh, but uh, that's about uh, the extent that's of the That's your president, eloquence. ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls of all ages. That's your president. Congratulations. So there you go. I mean, look, he was at least right on both of those issues. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will right. say that this, the slavery was. block was, right. in, in effect, really not good. And I will say the, the, the shackles were bad. What, so, what is Alveda's like, take on that, that it was... Is she saying that he was really moved and so this is what he said? Or is she mocking him by saying this is all he could... Oh, she's not mocking him. Come no, up with not She's not all, mocking no, him. No, 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 no. I, I think they that have a good really relationship. Uh, no, I think I thought so too. So yeah, I, I'm just, really... I, it's just funny to see this because like, it's hard to get... You know, part of your job as the President of the United States, right, is to convey sometimes a, a solemn... Mm-hmm. Um, like this is why he was bad with Holocaust Remembrance Day. He didn't mention Jews. Uh, you know, he, when someone asked him about the, the destruction mm-hmm. of the anti, you know the anti-Semitic attacks that have been going on and, and, and disruption all around the country, uh, he didn't really address it. He he's not good at those moments. Um, and and that's because he doesn't know anything about it. That's why. That's why he doesn't. You know, I, of course, Bush George W might have said, you know, this is really. Uh, uh, that's uh, this is uh, bad. He might have done the same thing. Absolutely, he might have done. But the same he, thing. he received criticism, and I think rightfully so. I mean, <laughs> I, he wasn't the most eloquent either. No, I know. Uh, look, so I, we've had two non-eloquent Republican presidents in a row now, which is really three. I mean, I, George H. W. Really Bush was three? no You're machine right. there either. You're it was right. really just Reagan. Um, and then in between, you had two so pretty in good our lifetimes, really, because I was really young with Nixon, so I barely remember. But it was a pretty good. Year. So in our lifetimes, there's been one Republican president who is well spoken. Yep. I, I mean, mean, Ford was Ford was dis- not good. I mean, Ford he wasn't a disaster, but no, not, not but known for he it. He wasn't the buffoon they presented him to be on Saturday right. Night Live. But he was not great either. No, he was. I would say, if if not, just sort of boring. Yeah, you know, like he wasn't yeah. an inspiring man. Right. Um, you know, Reagan was. Obviously. Whereas they've had Clinton, who was a really good communicator. Yeah. Obama, a good communicator. In two different ways, too. Let's take Obama uh, did well with speeches and yeah. sort of the grandiose thing, where Clinton was a great communicator when it came to just and he could make you think he really cared about i feel your pain yeah yeah, that stuff worked we we mock it it now we mock it now but it worked it did uh, really he looked at us right in the eye i believed him i did not Mm -hmm. have sex with that woman ms lewinsky i did not ask anyone to lie not once not ever i i believed i believed him and and i remember at the time glenn and i were like well wow are we wrong on this because you don't say that if you're guilty. Yeah. And that was the reason I believed him. <sighs> One I, year later, yeah. okay, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. But at the time, yeah. you're thinking, holy crap, that was convincing. I, I know. I, be- I believed him be- partially <laughs> because it was a very convincing performance. Yeah. 
and partly because I thought to myself to the same point. way that it entered my mind with Anthony Weiner. You don't Weiner, do that. Uh, you can't say that if it's not true. Like when Anthony Weiner was going care. on television saying, you know what, I wish it was my, my junk because <laughs> now look how impressive it was. <laughs> you think that's yourself, where, and I remember that too, because that's where we all started. Is that maybe not him? Right. Maybe he's not right. guilty because you so, don't do that. I mean, it's such a risk if it comes out that it it's is you. It's not anymore. It's just it's really not, not. It's anymore. Not. It's not. And I think Clinton paved the way for he that, did. for me not to be won over by Wiener uh, in his Wiener talk. Uh, but Although uh, he created a little doubt in my mind. Yeah. Yes, he did. Even the, then. Oh, that, I mean, I remember as well that when, mm-hmm. when Wiener was like, oh, I wish that was me. Right? You, you're thinking, well, that can't be minute. him then, right? And because that's why you he said it, of do course. That. Yeah. Right. And I thought to myself, how could this bot guy be? And, and this is, I don't know much <laughs> about, uh, I still don't know Twitter very well. It's fantastic. At the time, I was like, how, what, how in the hell? Could this guy tweet a picture of his junk over the internet? I know. That seems so impossibly dumb. Now, now that I know a little bit more about uh, Twitter, uh, you know, he basically just left one letter off, right? Like, if you have the D for direct message, that is it. You take that D out, it's just a tweet. Yep. Right? But again, like, what moron is a congressman who's A, tweeting uh, pictures to girls, and now we find out underage girls of of his junk, and B, doing it over Twitter? Like, if you're going to do it, you, you know, General Petraeus, for example. General Petraeus has an affair going on, and he, his, I think his idea was brilliant, to be perfectly honest. Instead of emailing his girl, they created a joint email account, and they would write messages to each other in the joint email account, which they both mm. could log into, and then save them as drafts. Yeah. So you would have to go into the draft folder of the email box and look in there, and there would be a conversation between two people in the same email box. How they figured that one out shows the tentacles the government can, can come up with to figure out uh, what mm-hmm. you're doing in your private life, first of all. But second of all, like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a pretty impressive, wow, that, wow, he really thought that one out. <laughs> and still got caught. Anthony Weiner's just tweeting it to, to constituents. Idiot. Idiot. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. I mean, what are you supposed to do when you want to tweet your wiener out there? You don't <laughs> tweet your wiener. <laughs> I don't know. Ask Brett Favre. Yeah, that didn't uh, work out well either. You know, that he just texted well. it. And he just texted Jeez, it. Jeez, yeah. man. We blabbed a little bit too long uh, for the Jeffy segment today, so uh, you're welcome. It's uh, canceled. Now, oh. maybe we'll do it later, next hour. You got a lot of good stuff coming up, Jeffy? Yeah, I sure do. Sure do. I got all kinds of stuff. I was thinking about you last night, actually, because um, oh, I was watching boy. my 600-pound life. And <laughs> I, were you watching it? Too? I actually. Oh, well, I don't think it was the one that was on last night because uh, I DVR'd uh, the end of one. I didn't catch the other day of Diana from Seattle into Houston. Oh, okay. This and, was this uh, was. Um, I can't remember. Her name. I had to catch the end of Diana. Uh, Loopy, <laughs> I believe, was her name. Yeah, that's not the one I watched. Anyway, she uh, she had a she had a problem with uh, she caught her husband uh, surprisingly uh, texting Don't with say another it. girl. Oh no! What? No. I, no. And you think, wow, what could what possibly what, what could be wrong the cause of that no. with their forever love? She was that's... at she was only six forty two. She's uh, only six hundred and forty two pounds, yeah, and he's cheating on it, her he's already. Cheating on her. It's like bastard. It's like if Tom Brady were to cheat on Giselle. It's like right. You know, you don't. Still, that does not make it right. Right. Let's just say that. I was surprised by it. I just was surprised by it. Thank you, Ben Gray.